Hello and welcome to the Total Entertainment Podcast with me, Paul Collis. Today we're going to take a look at the supporting artist for the Madness Tour, which is the band called Squeeze. Let's get on it, shall we? Squeeze are an English rock band that came into prominence in the, U- in the UK during the new wave period of the late 1970s and continued recording in the, ni- in the 1980s, 1990s and 2010s. In the UK, their singles Call for Cats, Up the Junction and Labelled with Love were top 10 chart hits. Though not as commercially successful in the United States, Squeeze had American hits with Tempted, Pulling Muscles and Hourglass and were considered a part of the second British invasion. The vast majority of their material was composed of lyrics by Chris Difford and music by Glenn Tilbrook, who are guitarists and vocalists in the band. The jury were held as, their, as the heirs to Lennon and McCartney's throne during the band's initial popularity in the late 1970s. The group formed in Deptford, London in 1974 and first broke up in 1982. Squeeze then reformed in 1985 and disbanded again in 1999. The band reunited for tours through the United States and the United Kingdom in 2007. In 2010, they issued Spot the Difference, an album of newly recorded versions of older material. The band's first album of of all new material since 1998, Cradle to the Grave, was released in, in October 2015, followed by another album, The Knowledge, in October 2017. Squeeze have been characterised as new wave, pop rock, post-punk and power pop. Stephen Thomas Elwine of All, of all Music proclaimed the band to provide one of the links between classic British guitar pop and post-punk. Squeeze have also been labelled as punk and pop-punk. In a January 1988 interview by Music Connection, when addressing Squeeze being thought of as a punk band, Glenn Tilbert commented, I never thought that we were a punk band, though I thought we were influenced by it to a certain extent, and their influences were rock bands such as The Kinks and The Beatles, and the songwriting partnership of Difford and Tilbrook has attracted comparisons to that of John Lennon and Paul McCartney, a liking of the band have expressed mixed feelings about. In addition, members of Squeeze have cited artists including David Bowie, Elvis Costello, Donovan, The Blockheads, Ian Drury, Bob Dylan, Jimi Hendrix, King Crimson and, La- and Greg Lake as sources, as sources of, the, of influence or inspiration. Squeeze have been cited as an influence by several bands and artists American New Wave singer Marshall Crenshaw cited Squeeze as one of the primary influences for his 1982 self-titled debut album, college rock band The Replacements. Particularly bassist Tommy Stinson also professed an admiration for the band. Many artists in the Britpop genre also took influence from the band, particularly Blur, whose guitarist Graham Coxon also called Squeeze an amazing band as one of my favourites in English singing voices. Later artists who named Squeeze as an influence include American Hi-Fi, The Caulfields, Kasabian, The Killers, Nightmare View, Razorlight and Space. Many bands and artists would also later achieve phenomenal success would begin their careers open for Squeeze including Dire Straits, The Jam, R.E.M., The Specials, U.T. and X.T.C. Current members of Glyn Tilbrook on uh, guitar and keyboards and vocals, Chris Difford on rhythm guitar and vocals, Stephen Large keyboards backing vocals, Simon Hansen drums and percussion and BVs, 
Steve, Steve Smith, percussion, rhythm, guitar and vocals, and Melvin Duffy, pedal and slap steel guitars, and dulcimer. And then you've got Aaron Bedell, bass and backing vocals. Here's their discography. You got Squeeze in 1978, Call for Cats in 1979, Argy Bargy in 1980, East Side Story in 1981, Sweets from a Stranger in 1982, Diffid and Tilbrook on 1984, Cozy Fan Tutti Fruity in 1985, Domino in 1998, Spot the Difference in 2010, Credit to the Grave in 2015, The Knowledge in 2017. So now we've had a little uh, listen to some of their background, let's uh, get onto the show and see how they performed. Take a look at Squeeze's performance. They had the mid-stage trusses completely lowered down, so uh, it was more of an intimate gig. So all the lights are just a lot wider because they are closer to the stage. So it had a lot more beam width and it looked pretty sharp for what it was. They only had basic lights, which um, to be honest, they didn't need anything more. And um, they had a lot of very highly structured flashing trash. And when I say flashing trash, I mean uh, a lot of just random flashes of the lights, which didn't have too much structure to it, but there was. And um, what, I, what I say about the structure, they had um, most of the band completely lit up but then when someone took a solo, all the lights on every other mo band member, they went dark to a, like a Congo blue or a, just a dark blue or a purple. And the um, soloist would just uh, be highlighted in yellow or white and uh, be more prominent. And it looked amazing. <laughs> I really liked it. The, the sound, there was so much clarity. You, you, know, you could hear all the vocals and every instrument individually because the sound engineer had balanced the uh, sound rig so well it was mixed very very perfectly you couldn't you couldn't ask for a better sound mix to be honest it wasn't as flat as pancakes and it would have and it also had what i would consider a 3d sound to it so you could actually if you close your eyes you could you could feel that there was some absolute depth within the uh, sound you could say that an instrument was left or right or center up or down if you close your eyes it's a nice little mixing trick that if you can get that right you're so spot on from the moment squeeze entered the stage right to the very end they captured the audience's attention every member of that audience were hooked upon every word that was being sung every note that was being played they were swaying they were singing they were dancing they were bouncing up and down on about on a bouncy fast song it was good it was very energetic to see both the audience and the band fed well off of each other now when you consider the age of the band with the vocalist the lead singer his voice was perfect it didn't sound tired it sound it sounded well rested and well rehearsed and well practiced like like you would if you're going down the gym all the time his vocals were so toned and sharp and spot on. There was no straining of his voice whatsoever, and all the uh, and all the uh, band members who are also doing backing vocals, same thing as well. No straining. The voices definitely didn't sound tired. And when you take their age as a factor, you, you could not fault them one bit, not one bit. And what can I say? It was a massively strong performance throughout, and everyone. 
everyone in that audience enjoyed it. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. We're going to leave you with the trailer to our extended episode of Gumshoe, which is a story-based podcast from Master X Media, and this extended episode is called The Lord of the Ring Piece. So without further ado, here it is, and we'll catch you next time. Bye for now. This December. News just in, the Crown Prince of the Natarian Empire has been violently assaulted and mugged whilst taking a walk through central London. No comment has been made as of yet, but we are expecting a press release very soon. <laughs> what the f*** are you, mate? Uh, uh, well, what, what do you mean? What? There's nothing wrong with me. You're dressed like an absolute dork. I mean, you have a spotty pustled face with proper NHS style glasses. You wear a trench coat that's not even a real leather trench coat. I mean, that's fake leather. You look like an absolute cretin. And look at you, wearing your leather trousers and some thigh high boots. The f**k's wrong with you? I mean, look at that piece of jewelry as well. I mean, that's the worst costume jewelry anyone can ever have, mate. Um, uh, uh, silence fool. What? I said silence fool, give me all your money. <laughs> you gotta be fucking kidding me. I said give me all your money. I told you to give me all the money. I told you. Now, look at you. You just fouled yourself by my hand. I am the Lord. The Lord of your ring piece. <laughs> we now have more information about the Crown Prince of the Natarian Empire's violent mugging last night. There was a vast list of items stolen, but the most important piece was his jewellery, his hand jewellery. In fact, it was a set of rings that are all joined together, a ring for every finger. It is of utmost importance that this is returned, and if you see anyone wearing this piece of distinct jewellery, you must not approach them, because it will make them incredibly dangerous. It is not a piece of jewellery, it is in fact a weapon, and it is a very vicious weapon indeed. We do employ you, if you see this weapon, do not approach the person, do not go near the person, just call the police and someone will be dispatched to retrieve this weapon of mass devastation. This December, Percival Reginald Vert is on a mission to find the Lord of the Ring Piece. An extended episode of Gumshoe from Master X Media.